Hi there, and welcome to the 4 to 20 podcast. I'm your host, Randy Seaton Jr. And on today's podcast, man, I just wanted to go over, you know, I don't know, some random shit about cannabis, man. Just things that I've seen and I find interesting. So today's episode is going to be kind of just random shit about cannabis, man. Um, in general, like uh, from from seeing like brands come up in different states to seeing where they're at now, to seeing how the industry is being infected by celebrity endorsements, to uh, cannabis censorship still that's going on rampant. Um, so yeah, if you're new, thank you so much for listening and clicking the play button in general, no matter what episode you're on. Thank you so much. If you haven't heard the old ones, go back and listen to the catalog, man. Each one runs about a half hour long. I have one out there that's really long. Might have to split it up into three days, but it's a good podcast. Other than that, man, if you're a reoccurring listener, thank you so much for coming back for more, man. That means something to me. It means I got your ears and I'm doing something right. Uh, Thank you all so much for listening in general. I hope you guys are all having a blessed day. Um, The 4 to 20 podcast was recently nominated at the Phoenix Music or Phoenix Cannabis Awards Music Festival down in Phoenix, Arizona for the best podcast. It was something I didn't think I'd get nominated for, something me and the wife kind of threw my name out there for and maybe some of you guys voted for it. So, thank you so much if you nominated me, man. I made it to the top 10. Voting booths are active. You can vote every 24 hours. So go out there to uh, Phoenix Cannabis Awards Music Festival.com. Register to vote and select uh, entertainment, I think it was. And then the subcategory off of that was podcast. And I'm there on top, the 4 to 20 podcast. You know, click on my little icon there and hit vote. You can vote every 24 hours. It'd be greatly appreciated, y'all. I'm not expecting to win, but hell, man pretty dope to be nominated so shout out to them for uh nominating me uh or having this event and being nominated shout out to them man moving on from that uh i just took a big old fucking hit of some northern lights distillate by hush man fuck it got me kind of choked up i have a little three inch uh tiny percolated bong here and it fucking wrecks me i'm gonna take one more though And that Luhuka snail, they kick, man. That's a good little combo. But yeah, man, I just wanted to um, dive on on the podcast here and talk about um, cannabis, the cannabis industry, man. Uh, back in back when uh, cannabis went recreational in Colorado, man, Burner Burner was kind of coming on a come up. I started finding out about his music. And listening to it around 2012, I want to say, somewhere in there. And uh, he's mentioning, you know, areas out in that area. He has a, a track called Stories. And they mentioned Cheyenne. And you're like, whoa, shit, yeah. He knows where he's at. And you kind of saw the Cookies brand kind of take off over there. Where Denver fell in love with Cookies real fast, man. And... uh It was really neat to see his come up, man, to know that someone was working two different fields and rocking them both very, very fucking well. Knowing that he was taking time for a phenone hunt and finding some of the best fucking strains that you could smoke 
and then rapping about it. It was really, really neat to see someone that was good at a lot of things. Because it's not just as simple as that, what he does, man. And uh, you saw the come up, man. It was really, really fucking dope to see the come up in Colorado. And then you also saw the come up of dispensaries where certain dispensaries would either have a lot of fucking money and start buying out others or certain ones would stand their ground because the community was so strong with them that their market held true and they wouldn't sell out. The owners would keep their dispensary, their name. So it was really neat to see brands start coming out. Um, Denver has a couple of really good brands still to this day that are probably nestled in the backwoods and mom and pa shops if they're still open uh that have some really legit cannabis that they process themselves and they make themselves <clears throat> in small batches and that's something that i think a lot of the california nevada market arizona market have gotten away from is small batch cannabis and i think the logistics of it probably ain't great for the growers and the process that they have to do and trying to take it with a premium because that's what they do out here at least not not in california so much but definitely in nevada and arizona but um nonetheless i feel the small batch cannabis grows uh make some legitimate noise in the hills of colorado and i kind of miss those man and that's kind of brands that fly under the fucking radar that people won't know about. I remember uh, Boulder Extracts being a big brand for a minute. And I think I don't think they I think they have aspirated since then. I think a lot of the the batch makers split up, the team split up and went their own separate ways over time. With that uh, group that was making extract though that they had, boy man, they had some top fucking quality extract. Some of the best I've ever tasted. And I think you see that through the cannabis industry in California, where a lot of um, batches come out good and consistent for a while, and then something just happens. Uh, there's been a couple brands that I would fuck with, and then something happens, whether it's a bad grow, maybe maybe it, maybe it's even a dispensary thing, maybe they were getting old product relabeled. I don't fucking know, but the brand itself, wasn't consistent at least what i was getting from it the first fucking i don't know 20 grams were great and then the last five were like what the fuck happened <laughs> or you would get one fucked up one here and there and you'd be like "Ooh, is that just the strain that came out that way or is it a bad batch process why is that one fucking tearing my throat up when i'm dabbing it so when you find something that's really consistent in the cannabis industry i think it shines really bright cookies is a prime example He's very consistent consistent in what he grows, what he regulates, and what he puts out as a product in every fucking state he's in. And that's because he he kind of oversees the the process of who he fucks with. And you see that with brands like Jeter. Jeter's another really big name brand out there. They probably have one of, honestly, everyone will say it's the top infused pre-roll. I love the I love Jeter's. No, not knocking Jeter, man. Jeter is legit. But goddamn, every once in a while you get one that burns like a fucking wick and leaves some weird black soot in the air. 
as you light it. And then when you get down to the bottom half, it's so fucking harsh, you can't even inhale. And it's not consistent. Like, if I buy a five-pack of Jeters, I might get three that are smooth as fuck, taste the way they should, and two that'll either burn fucked up, have a weird flavor, or burn good halfway and then be soaking with either resin or chirps dripping out the bottom. And you're like, what the fuck is this, man? Or the liquid diamonds that they're putting in them now. And uh, it's consistency, man. So Jeter's a big brand because when they first came out, they were very consistent. I think it's because they had a small catalog of flavors. And not a lot of people were fucking with infused pre-rolls. There's another brand out there, Fuzzies, that are just as good as Jeter's. They may not have the turp profile of like a vape cart <laughs> like Jeter's do, but goddamn, they're a good fucking brand of pre-roll. I think some of it's a niche branding. I think um, brands like Packwoods is a niche branding if, if you're a blunt person. You'll levitate towards that. I'm not a blunt person. I'm a joint person. So I levitate towards pre-rolls, I guess. But, you know, it, it all depends on, on what you like. One of the best pre-rolls <clears throat> I've ever had an opportunity of smoking was with uh, one of the Weedwood representatives. I, I don't know. I think he was um, a delivery guy. And, uh, God damn, it was a triple... Triple X OG, and everything was OG, OG, OG. Uh, so wood-tipped, infused pre-roll. I think it's a 1.5 gram <clears throat> of flour with 1 gram of concentrate rolled and dusted in keef and hash oil. And everything was tri uh, OG. <clears throat> they ran a wire down the center of it, and it, it leaves a little hole, so it's pulled a pin grenade. And that motherfucking joint was legit, man. That probably had to be the most hardest hitting as far as high, but smoothest tasting and burning pre-roll I've ever fucking smoked, man. And I took it like a champ, man. Even the guy was like, you're not that fucking up. I was like, nah, but it's good, man. I like it. It's real consistent. It's consistent all the way through, all the way. Look, we're almost to the fucking wood tip and it's still consistent. Yeah, it was dripping resin, but it wasn't killing you. You know what I mean? The flavor turned a little off, but it wasn't sour, sour. So that was definitely a brand that I would fuck with again. And they're still trying to, to gain clout out there in this world. They're not as big as Jeter. They're not huge. They're not massive on any scale. Um, there's a lot of brands out there that are, that are kind of small batch like that. Well, not small batch, but... Just under the fucking radar, I guess. You know, until you try it, you won't know it exists. So, uh, but like brands like that need to come up, man. And I feel like it's really hard for any brand to get established right now because of all the online censorship, you know, depending on what bills are enforced in which states to what you can and can't for an ad. I think radio's pretty free right now. I think you can still fuck with radio. Um, I hear out here radio ads all the time for Havasu and, and Needles. So radio ads are still good. I see billboards left and right out here, so billboards are good. But I don't think they can have them in California, but they're in Arizona kind of a deal. I don't fucking know. I don't know the logistics, but I know they exist. <laughs> um, and it, it has to be hard for anyone to get any form of 
of a brand out there right now, man. Like, uh, I notice a lot of celebrity endorsements right now trying to uplift the cannabis community in some facets. So recently Little Wayne dropped his flower, Guka. Um, Seth, Seth Rogen's had his out for a while. Um, who the fuck else recently? You know, Be Real has his. Uh, Wonder Brett came out with his. And that's, some, that's some interesting shit there. You guys need to look up Wonder Brett. Um, I'm trying to think what else. There's just a lot of celebrity endorsing going on in the cannabis realm right now. You know, Ice Cube has his, JSL and Bob have theirs. And whether they're part of it or not, you know, I think I think it's critical for them to be part of it. If you're endorsing it, you have to be part of it. Like Method Man and Tikal is probably one of the most endorsed, but like he's part of it. He wants to see his brand levitate, so he's part of it. Uh, my mom recently had some. She called me. She's like, I've been smoking Method Man's weed. She was all happy. And I was like, is it good? She's like, fuck yeah, you need to get some. That to cow, that to cow. <laughs> she wouldn't tell me what strain it was, but she was so happy over it. It was funny as fuck. I was like, yeah, you're really smoking Method Man's weed. I, I need to get some. I need to go to Vegas, I guess, for a weekend. <laughs> so uh, it's neat to see brands. Like, they've even affected my mom. And she's not a cannabis connoisseur by any fucking means <laughs> she smoked brick pack mexican for like fucking eons y'all uh yeah I, I think when i when i was 18 and i brought home a sack of weed and i asked her if she wanted to get stoned with me for the first time she was really upset with me that i smoke and even though she smoked for forever uh and I whipped out my weed and I compared it to hers she was like where the fuck you getting your weed because <laughs> I was carrying medical grade uh, California flower when I was 18 that shit was top notch man and uh, I remember that shit very vividly so it's funny to watch brands affect as time go on even a whole different demographic that you wouldn't think that they'd be affecting you know my mom's in her 50s and She's calling me talking about Takao weed. That's pretty fucking dope, if you ask me. So that means that my culture and my music choices have affected her to listen. And she went and searched. So brands do kind of run things. It's really neat to see how they're working right now in the cannabis industry. I also think <clears throat> there's a lot of opportunity to be had in that. Um, any brand can carry through, whether it be a form of entertainment in the cannabis industry, you know, not every not everyone has to just do celebrity uh, endorsing. You know, you can you can have your own brand do some form of cannabis entertainment. Look at me with the four to twenty podcast. I'm entertaining you through the cannabis community through a podcast through your ears. Hopefully, at least, <laughs> if not, I'm informing you. That's what I shoot out to do. Um, but in in the same aspect, you can be an artist right now. And go make cannabis-inspired art. And it might sell more frequently than it did 10 years ago in a taboo society. You're starting to see cannabis break through the cracks where society's starting to be accepting upon it. I saw it with the Super Bowl halftime show. They really were pushing Dre and Snoop and M because that's cannabis culture from my era. It's real neat to see 
everything evolving in the cannabis industry is becoming more common it's becoming more open it's becoming more free but there's so much restrictions that it's hard for brands to get off the fucking ground so you could have a great brand no matter if it's flower or concert let's say your let's say your brand deals in actual physical cannabis or let's say your brand actually deals with an entertainment value whether it be podcasts videos reviews shirts media any any socialization memes anything like that you are locked in a weird like glass ceiling almost by the laws and regulations in your state so like you could get up there you could get your viewership up but at any given point social media could say nope we don't want to see your content and take it down this is a thin weird fucking razor line thin that Arkham's razor that we fucking ride upon. And I think that's why we see a lot of brands nowadays gravitating towards using users as an outlet to get their brand off the ground because there's no easier way to get the word out than damn near like old school boots on ground mentality. So like 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 street teams almost you know what i mean that's that's why most major brands have brand ambassadors that go from shop to shop but they even need more than that nowadays they need people on social media making a presence making a noise they need they need the exposure because they're not going to be able to get it on the television anytime soon and they're not going to be able to get it in other facets as that glass ceiling that I was talking about slowly encloses or bubbles out because it depends. They'll always be under a glass ceiling of some form of regulation. But until then, they have to find a workaround. And I think that workaround is finding people who advocate for cannabis and that aren't scared to be out of the the closet about it, you know, to be out in the open and, and wear a pot leaf on your shirt and say, fuck you, I smell of weed because I just got done fucking roasting a bowl. What's up? You know, as long as you're doing it responsibly, that's the key element. As long as you do it responsibly, I'm not advocating people like driving stone or anything. I'm advocating if a dude walks by you and it smells like loud, just let the motherfucker be or ask him, hey, want to go smoke one? (laughs) That's all I'm advocating. So, but I do feel like it's very difficult for any brand, whether it be mom, pa, whether it be the guy trying to get his t-shirt business off the fucking ground or the person who paints pretty pictures of plants trying to get her art off the ground or, you know, any form is very hard to uplift right now. Not just the brands, but the brands have to rely on this trickle-down effect to get their name out there in the industry, you know? The only way cannabis is heard about nowadays is a spread word of mouth. I still feel that's the most effective way. And if I'm wrong, it might be social media second, but they're so restrictive right now that it's you have to two-step around everything. Even as a content creator like me, my, my this is my final outlet. This is why I've resulted to doing a podcast is because I was tired of playing their dance. As of recent, you know, I've been more active on Instagram and Facebook, but I've toned it down quite a bit. Because I'm worried, man. I don't want to get all that good content taken down or lose, you know, the following that I have on there so I could use that as an outlet to get them over here so they could still be entertained somehow. You know, maybe people do enjoy what I say or how I say my positive 
messages that I try and send through the, the, the days that I do. It, it just sucks, man, because you could have your heart in the right place, but social media does not give two fucks. They're all about their money. <clears throat> and the, you know, the brands, I feel bad for them because they, they have to play the dance. They have to play the dance to their consumer. You know, Anheuser-Busch doesn't have to play no fucking dance. Pfizer doesn't have to play no fucking dance. They're able to throw it on the TV. They're able to throw it on billboards. They're damn near putting it fucking next to your schools. And, you know, cannabis is so fucking X'd out that you can you have to play a dance. And I feel bad for brands because it's hard to get up there. And then that's where the celebrity endorsements. So it's like a bittersweet thing with the celebrity endorsements, man. It's nice to see them endorsing it because they have so much money and power that they can kind of change the narrative in our country, at least from a public standard, I guess. But it also sucks because look at how Walmart came up. Look at how Target came up. Do you want a big box brand taking over? You know, that, that would be kind of a sad industry to see some of those fire shops in the hills of Colorado get taken away because the mom and pa couldn't afford their licensing because it got too big. The inner cities got too big with big brands. So it's, it's, it's a, it's a weird dance, man. I hope that those big brands give back to the mom and pa's. I hope they don't take from them like, like Walmart and shit, like big corporations. But that's the dance, man. That's the big dance. And to try and get any of that off the ground is so fucking difficult, man. It's, 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 it's really, it's one of the enigmas of cannabis, I swear. There's a lot of enigmas about cannabis. Like, even the study of it's an enigma, why we haven't had more studies on it. But yeah, man, I feel, I feel brands are starting to transcend, uh, uh, transcend uh, what we, not transcend, transcend. God, man, I'm all fucked up off that pen. Um, trying to transcend what we know of cannabis, you know, they're trying to be bigger than what they are and that's great, but I hope, I hope they don't lose their main key focus, man, which is making a great product for, for a fair price and keeping your consumers happy, man. I feel cookies is the best blueprint, you know, his, his dispensaries are, are top notch. They're they're like fucking futuristic facilities. His flowers top notch. I feel like he's a good blueprint to have in the game. Uh, Burner and his brands. I feel Dr. Green Thumbs, be real, he has a great brand too. I, I'm not knocking on those celebrity endorsements, but there's certain celebrities that I've seen recently diving in and you're just like, what? Why? Okay. I don't see the need or you see brands that are out there that have a stamp on them and then you really kind of look at the product and you're like oh it's just this product with their face on it okay typical you know so make sure that uh when you're out there and you find brands that you like you rock them out man get on your instagram get on your facebook and shout them out it helps them it really does it helps them gain a little bit of following because they might not be reaching your 75 followers on Facebook or your 800 followers on Instagram man I'd be reaching not one of those souls and that that might be something they're missing out on because it might be in their market and they might really enjoy that product just like you do so don't be scared to shout out your brands man they they're, they show mad love too man and any brand coming on a come up man or getting ready to get out there go get yours man this is the time I feel right now is the prime time in the cannabis industry to if you're 
have any entrepreneurial spirit in your body, whether it's the, a fragment of entrepreneurial spirit and you have a passion for cannabis, that you need to find your niche and you need to go for it. You need to find what you like about cannabis and you just need to go pursue it, whether you're an artist, whether you're a musician, whether you may blow glass, man, whether you are a motivational kind of speaker and, and, and you feel people need positivity out there, whether you just want to tell your life story and how cannabis affected you like I do here on the podcast, man. I feel like right now is the perfect time to dive in because it's going to break. And when that, that iceberg starts coming up out of the fucking depths, man, it'd be cool to be on the shore at least, you know, of where it started. You don't have to be at the tip of the glacier like Burner, man. But right now where the shore is at, I wouldn't mind being at the shore and watching that iceberg just start climbing. So get out there and get inspired, man. Don't be scared. Don't be scared of, of social media. Find different outlets. Find your way, man. And same with brands. If you're a brand out there, don't be scared to, to push the limits of what you legally can do. Don't. I'm not saying like break laws, but definitely... Push your limits. Try something new. Try something that other brands haven't tried yet. You'll be shocked at the results, man. You'll be shocked at the following of consumers that you'll get. Because I'm learning being real is a lost art form in this world. This world has become very perpetuated by fake. From a Gucci handbag to people's personalities and that's that's pollution polluting a good stream of honest and real people out there in this world so as long as you're real and you're real to yourself i think you'll have no fucking problem gaining some headwind in the cannabis industry as long as you have a passion for it man and and stick with it don't give up if you give up early it's gonna you're going to bite yourself in the ass because then you'll be starting all over again so late. So just stick with it, man. There's brands out there who have yet to be discovered and there's content creators out there and artists out there who have yet to be heard. So they'll match up one of these days. This industry's at its infancy, man, right now. It's not even legal on a, on a federal scale. And once it goes federal, man, that's when the levees are going to start breaking. So... Keep your eye open, man. Both. This goes out to listeners. This goes out to businesses. This goes out to people who want to be inspired. Definitely stick with it. If you feel a spark in that industry, stick with it. And that goes for any industry in life, man. Whether you're a cook, whether you're a construction worker, if you find a spark in an industry, stick with it. It'll pay off eventually. Um. But yeah, man, that's, I think that's going to be it for the podcast today. I want to end it on a good note, man. I feel that's a pretty positive way to end it, you know. And shout out to any brands out there who, who shout out people who rep them, man. So, like, I've, I've had uh, Vistal throw my stuff up. I've had, I think Jeter shared one of my posts. You know, and that, that, that means a lot when you see brands start sharing your shit, man. I've had a couple out there definitely share my posts over and over on Instagram for sure. But 
it keep doing that guys because that's how you get your word out man there people don't know about brands until they go to work and they tell their friends they're like what there's this brand there's that brand and that's how you get it going man i i like i said i feel it has to be like an old school street team mentality for them to even get any form of street buzz nowadays but if you do it and you do it right you'll get as much buzz as you need and that goes for you too if you're trying to promote your own shit in the cannabis industry you can't sit on the sideline and just do it you gotta you gotta reach out to people don't be afraid to send some messages off to some brands and be like hey man you guys might like the podcast share it with your crew you never know how many new listeners you'll gain or followers you might get so that's my words of positivity to y'all man keep on your grind it'll all pay off with time man i'm gonna uh, go back to life and get off the podcast we did a half hour show here and we'll see y'all on the next podcast i don't know what the topic will be man i i recently started a new job so i'm gonna be dancing life and cannabis life back and forth but i still want to put out content on here because we've been nominated, man, for an award. So we got we to gotta still keep with it. That, that's, that's a fucking inspiration to keep going. So uh, shout out to all the listeners. Thank you so much once again for tuning in. And we'll figure out what the next episode of the 4 to 20 podcast is. We're, we're just taking it day by day, episode by episode as we go along. You guys all stay happy, high, and safe out there. And thanks for listening, man. Peace out until next time.